The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guys Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think, feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights of the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And once again, this week is no exception. Today, we're going to talk about self-realization. We're going to talk about rewiring your brain deprogramming and reprogramming your subconscious mind, balancing energy, all on a path to put yourself in a position to help you heal yourself. My special guest is a return guest to Guys Guys Radio. His name is R.J. Spina. He healed himself of permanent chest-down paralysis, severe chronic illness, and life-threatening conditions through his own authentic transcendence. And he's been a teacher on our teaching path ever since as a metaphysical teacher and a guide who overcome all of these maladies. And now he's offering uh, counseling, meditation, self-realization, and self-healing instruction throughout the world. He's an interesting guy. He's a good guy. He's a guy's guy. I think you're really going to enjoy our conversation. His first book is a bestseller called Supercharged Self-Healing, A Revolutionary Guide to Accessing High-Frequency States of Consciousness that rejuvenate and repair, and the new book that's just come out now is called Change Your Mind, Deprogramming Your Subconscious, Rewiring the Brain, Balancing Your Energy, and it's a good one because it's got a 21-day program that you can follow to help you be in a position to kind of declutter your mind of those programmed thoughts and beliefs and practices that have been ingrained in you since you were a little kid, and we all have those, and it's a Good idea to learn how to be present, to learn how to meditate, to learn how to deprogram our subconscious and rewire our brain so we can really get in touch with all the opportunities and all the energy that's out there and all the love that's available to us and all of the manifestations we want. It's all available. It all exists. It's a matter of just getting out of our own way. So I think you're really going to enjoy our conversation with RJ on Guys Guys Radio. So let's get to it. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, it's the interview portion of my our show and we're going today we're going to talk about deprogramming the subconscious mind, rewiring your brain, balancing your energy and changing your mind. My special guest is a return guest his name is R.J. Spina. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He's just a wonderful guy, and he has an amazing personal story. I'm going to talk to the camera on this. He, R.J., was paralyzed from the waist down, and in 100 days, he was walking again. And he did that through his own will, his own desire to learn how to work and transmute energy and put himself on a healing path and he did it. He's a metaphysical teacher. He guides people all around the world with self-healing, self-mastery, meditation, and uh, manifestation. 
He's got a book called Supercharged Self-Healing, his first book. It's a bestseller. And he's got a new book called Change Your Mind. I'm so thrilled he's back to the show. Welcome back, RJ Spina to Guys Guys Radio. Thank you so much for having me, Robert. We had a great conversation. I'm looking forward to our talk. Well, let's start at the beginning because I mentioned something very provocative. And for people who are not familiar with your story, what I mentioned was you were paralyzed and you got yourself up and and you're back after 100 days. And I think what's important when I was reading uh, your your new book and I reread the first book is that um, you had some of these gifts, um, psychic gifts, if you will, uh, as a child. And like many of my guests, um, they were stifled and they weren't encouraged. And then they kind of put down and put aside. And then about 20 years later, they came back. So tell us a little bit about your childhood and then how that process occurred. And also what happened to make you, cause you to be paralyzed, Hashimoto's, diabetes. You had everything at once and you were told you had 48 hours to live and you willed yourself through it. And you are really one of a kind, amazing individual. So tell us your story, RJ. Oh, thank you for the kind words, Robert. Okay, yeah. Uh, we, we could say I've always been weird, right? I'll, I'll go into more detail, <laughs> but there's no doubt about that. So uh, as a little kid, Robert, uh, my earliest memories are literally of me, uh, leaving my body, what we would call astral, astral projection or consciousness exploration. Uh, it was natural for me. Um, my earliest memories are literally, believe it or not, of me being on the ceiling, looking down at my body. Uh, in my bed. So this was absolutely normal for me, for me to, if I would just relax and kind of like just before you're about to fall asleep, when you're very, very calm, all of a sudden I would pop and be out, outside of my body. So this was totally normal for me. And I, I thought it was universal until I asked my mom about, you know, where do you go when you go to sleep? What, you know, what realm and what planet do you go to? She's <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So I thought it was normal. It was normal for me. So I've always been, um, now that I understand, I've always been detached from my body and, and really, Robert, even from the human experience, as weird, as weird as that sounds. So I've known from the very beginning that we are something far more than the body itself, what I call sentience, a divine intelligence. <clears throat> and so I was doing this from the get-go. I used to tell my parents and my friends when I was a kid, if I ever get sick, I'll just heal myself, which is also a very bizarre thing to say. I, if someone would have asked me how to do it, Robert, I wouldn't have been able to give, you know, do this, this, this. Absolutely not. But I knew that I knew. And it wasn't until, <clears throat> excuse me, it wasn't until I was roughly, I guess, 45, go back to uh, April 23rd, 2016, uh, I became, air quote, permanently paralyzed from the chest down. I was told they had 48 hours to live. I was diagnosed with uh, a retracted heart, pancreatitis, thyroiditis, severe Hashimoto autoimmune disease, type 1 diabetes, and I was experiencing something called autonomic dysreflexia and paraplegics and quadriplegics whose injury is above T6 and mine was T7. The majority was T7 and T8. A lot of paraplegics and quadriplegics die of complications from autonomic dysreflexia. It, uh, the autonomic system is what controls your heart rate, your pulse, your breathing, your body temperature. And when you have an injury there, it, do, it doesn't work. There's, there's no regulation happening. You just stop breathing. Your pulse literally just drops. 
your body temperature just goes completely berserk. You literally have to, almost like an ancient yogic practice, you actually have to go within and start controlling your heart rate, your pulse, your breathing, your body temperature. So all of those things, and it was from severe sepsis. That's what it was. That's why I was told I had 48 hours to live. It was from severe sepsis. I had an emergency surgery, something called the laminectomy. That's where they scrape the infection off your spine. And I was uh, paralyzed before. And you can see, there's a video. You can see doctor's notes, pre-surgery, post-surgery. You can see an MRI of my spine. When, when you were when you were a kid, did you you walked around, you played sports, you did the whole thing, or did you always have uh, health issues? No. To, oh, I was uh, I was an athlete. I was uh, very healthy, okay. into baseball, weightlifting. Mm-hmm. To, totally normal for me to do that. But also leaving my body was absolutely totally normal. And <laughs> and and I think that I think the interesting thing, Robert, is that. When we look at that situation, right, the severe, you know, essentially your body being completely destroyed, health crisis, the, assum- the assumption is, okay, you must have been so out of balance, out of whack to, to, to get that sick. Now, the truth of the matter is I was on my life plan the whole time. Me becoming, quote unquote, permanently paralyzed in the sick was always part of my own design, my own life plan. So me getting sick, I was in total alignment. With myself, which I think throws a curveball in terms of most of our understanding. I know I'm meant for this to happen. I planned for this to happen. And through essentially the complete destruction of my body, it forced me to go deep within myself and summon my resolve in a way that only that kind of challenge would have ever made me summon my resolve. And on top of that, there's no question about it, Robert. When I woke up from that surgery, I absolutely woke up into a, a, a permanent different state of consciousness. I've always been, like I said, weird, right? Uh, but this, Robert, this was this was different. Uh, my family and friends call it RJ 2.0. My, my connectivity to my higher mind and the greater reality had been completely enhanced by an order of magnitude. I knew what doctors were thinking before they walked in. I knew where they were going. I knew what emotions were going on. The, the clairsentience, the clairvoyance, and the claircognizance was off the charts like nothing like nothing before and in that moment literally when i woke up when i used to say if i ever get sick i'll just heal myself the entire know-how on how that actually works authentically works came back to me in one second like a muscle memory and i literally started explaining it to the icu nurse in detail about how self-healing and self-realization enlightenment actually works and that became Right. It's crazy. Wow. It's doc it's documented. <laughs> and that became the um the foundation for the first book, Supercharged Self-Healing. Now you worked with uh, Adrian Bean, who writes in your first book about your uh, uh time together and how you knew you would get healed. Um he said uh, you taught him about energetics for the for our audience. What is, in your opinion, energetics? Oh, good question. Yeah. And Adrian was was really the only guest that I had. He's a fabulous talented uh chiropractor a chinese uh medicine expert um and he was witnessing what was going on and he says and he wrote the forward for the book he says if he didn't witness this he would have said it was impossible so the the energetics are the our ability to work with frequency energy and vibration and so as he would do what what he was doing on me cranial sacral therapy he never actually did acupuncture he'd put his hands if you're familiar with that yeah, very effective yeah yep. yeah so he put his hands on my head and uh, because he's so skilled, 
he would be able to intuit and feel all the different qualities of nerves and organs, every everything this, that was out of sync. <clears throat> and depending upon where he was putting his intention, even when he was touching my head, depending upon where he was putting his intention, I would literally be able to say to him, oh, you're working on my spoon right now, aren't you? He's like, how, <laughs> how could you, there's no way you could know that I'm touching your head. So I started telling him about desire, intention, frequency, energy, and how harnessing these things from a higher state of consciousness is when we're most powerful. And so the energetics that I was teaching him was literally the, the, the A through Z on how healing actually works and how to put yourself in a higher state of consciousness and then harness your energy in a way that the lower thinking mind cannot harness. And so this was a, a big confirmation from a lot of the things that I think he was always, uh, he always felt was probably true. And it also opened the door for him to things that he had absolutely never heard before in his life. But uh, the energetics, when we work with ourselves properly, the Ascend of Frequencies healing technique in that book, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the state of your body is. It's energy and it can be put back together properly. Great. And again, I'm forgive me, I didn't mention Ascend the Frequencies is your website and really what you're what you're all about and your teachings. So let me, in my layman's terms, throw this out there and then you can articulate it more clearly for our listeners. Basically, the way things kind of happen is 90% of what we do is driven by our self subconscious. Yet our conscious mind, that 10%, really gets in the way because we're thinking, thinking, thinking as the ego mind is telling us what to do, reacting, and we we keep on a kind of a treadmill of programming that we learned very young. And so it's hard for us to really change our ways. It's hard to us, hard for us not to think. It's hard for us to raise our vibration so we can be in a position where you can do instantaneous things and also you can do the rewiring of your subconscious. But when we're in the 3D, we're in the lower frequency with lower thoughts and we're reacting and we're in fear and the ego mind is controlling, it's hard to do anything. So it sounds like, RJ, from what I've read in, in your books and listening to you on your uh, YouTube, et cetera, is we need to raise our frequency. And the way to do that is to surrender, empty ourselves out and allow that new energy, give it a chance to come in. I, I think you explained that perfectly, Robert. Uh, that, that That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm doing so, it for myself also. <laughs> right. I mean, you can, I mean, that, that's it, right? Okay. So the stu recent studies show uh, that at 95% of our reality creation comes from our subconscious mind. So if we start to look at that, 5% of our reality, our life that we create is only done by our thinking mind. Our thinking mind has very little effect on the life that we create, which is kind of mind boggling when, when you start to really look at that. Now, the subconscious, th this, is, this is how I describe it and how I describe it in the book. And I describe some of these things from what I'm able to see in a, in a higher consciousness perspective. So think of, just as an analogy, think of a seven-layer cake, right? We got all these different layers. Okay. Now think of our seven chakras. We have a chakra system. Every single thing that we ever perceive, and even the things that are beyond physical sensory perception, are like landing within our seven-layer cake of our, our body of energy way beyond just what we see, way beyond just what we hear, way beyond just what we touch. Now, every single moment is being recorded by the subconscious mind, and it's recorded because it leaves an indentation within that subtle body of energy. 
So everything we see, hear, touch, taste, smell, and even the things that are beyond that, like subliminal programming, electromagnetic frequencies that are being that are being broadcast all the time. So all of these things become embedded within our body of energy. And once they're embedded within our body of energy, they become embedded within the subconscious mind. Now, most of what goes on here, Robert, the beliefs, the concepts, the ideologies, the societal conditioning, quite frankly, the brainwashing that goes on here. Right. Exactly. It's I mean, that's what it is, right? The, <laughs> it it's all limiting. It's all limiting. All the all the paradigms from a metaphysical perspective are completely false. They're completely and utterly false. So everything, the way that we operate, we are driven. Our motivation is being driven by what's been implanted in our mind, and we don't even realize it. And we just keep going and going and going. And then we're taught that if we just think things through, we'll be able to make a better life. The actual thing is, is that we have to go within the subconscious mind and change your mind offers a, a very robust and repeatable process to delete the programs, just like off a computer, to delete those limiting programs, which is why we keep recycling experiences, failed businesses, tough personal relationships, can't quit smoke. Just like you said, have so much trouble making change. This is the treasure map. Change your mind is the treasure map that will allow you to unlock all of your hidden potential because we have to go into the subconscious, bring the limiting belief into the conscious mind. And then once we see it, we can delete it just like a program. And then more of our true self, which is unlimited, now can start to take over the incarnation. And this is when we're able to lead the most successful life possible in every single facet. Mm -hmm. Great answer. And uh, I would suggest for folks uh, to start with RJ's first book, Supercharged Self-Healing, which uh, gives you the uh, Ascend the Frequencies kind of a seven-step program, which is a great foundation. Do you want to talk about those seven steps before we move into the new book, just so we have some grounding there? Yeah, yeah, sure. So what I what I discovered when I woke up from emergency surgery and and had authentically awakened into cosmic consciousness, the pure connection to God, having an understanding of how things every uh, how everything actually works in terms of metaphysics, what I started to do was I found that I was doing these seven things over and over and over again in order to put my literally destroyed body back together. And I told everyone I would heal myself in 100 days. And on the 100th day, I walked unassisted. And it's film, verifiable. So these, these seven steps, the most important step from my perspective, Robert, the most important step is the deprogramming of the ego mind identity. Now, what, what does that mean? We've all heard the word ego, right? Okay. I find that it is a much deeper and more holistic understanding when we start to frame it as ego mind identity. So essentially, it's who we think we are, how we feel about ourselves, and then therefore how we project that into the world and create our world. Now, what we have to start to understand that none of that, none of it is you. None of it. Zero. Those are all the limitations. Every thought that we have is in identification with some belief, concept, ideology, role, or experience. Of which none of those are things, none of those things are you. You're the awareness of everything. So what we start off with in the ascendant frequencies healing technique are questions that you ask yourself to bring yourself back to the source point, the zero point that 
the God spark within yourself. And once you can come back to that, you can think of that as being permanently present. Meditation, if you like. Now there's no thoughts, there's no limitations, there's no expectations, there's no ruminations. It's as if you just got here and you're completely unlimited. Now that's that's the starting line in terms of healing and self-realization and enlightenment. That's the starting line to go from that. And all we have to do is ask ourselves a series of very simple questions. It'll remove this concept, this ideology, this belief, and we'll realize that we're none of those things. And we start to rest within what I call the, the I am, which is literally unlimited. And then from there, you do the channeling intelligent energy into your crown chakra. You go up into a higher state of consciousness, what I call the etch-a-sketch level through meditation. And you literally start to put yourself back in terms of your form and function, where we were first actually created, what I call the etch-a-sketch level. And you re-merge with this perfect version of yourself and bring that back down into our quote unquote reality. Everything is done through meditation. Once humanity realizes, once we understand that healing is within us, that self-realization and enlightenment is within us, that manifestation has to do with our frequency and vibration and bringing it out so it gets mirrored within the universe. The more that we work within, within the teachings of supercharged and change your mind, the superhuman is going to be born through the teachings of these books. And it all has to do with being able to harness your energy and to stay present in a normalized state, not just in your relaxed state, but in the doing state. And once you're able to be in that state of meditation or flow 24-7, now there's no limitations to anybody in terms of anything that they want to do. And it's kind of the, that would be the fifth dimension, if you will, or the upper room, as Paul Selig said. It's all the, it's a higher vibrational place to be. And I think what happens with a lot of people, we we go up and down. Sometimes we get up there in special moments and then we come down. And the longer you can stay in that high vibrational frequency spot, the more things you'll be able to do easier. Is that correct, RJ? That's exactly right. We're talking about the difference between the higher mind and the lower mind, okay. right? Now, we... Yeah, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Now, I would, for the for our audience, the higher self, people get uh, kind of tripped up, and you mentioned the higher self, and I am a lot. And some people are like, well, is the higher self, is that God, is that me? What, what is that? What is your interpretation of that? I know you write about it in the books, but I think it would be helpful. Sure, sure, yeah, okay. So, well, uh, oh, I know some people won't see this, but think of think of an octopus. I know this is my, my fist. Think of an octopus, right? And if an octopus wants to know what the water is like a little bit beneath it, it drops a tentacle down to see what the water is like. I love your like analogies, down. by the way. <laughs> right? When you lose your mind, they, they, they come easy. Okay. So <clears throat> we are the tentacle, okay? And we are an aspect, a projection, a soul of the octopus, and the octopus is the higher self. We're about 2.5% of a much larger being that is much too large to fully bring itself all the way down into the uh, low frequencies of the physical universe and incarnate its entire self. So what it does is, in terms of its own exploration, like an octopus putting its tentacle out in all these different areas to see what it's like, our higher self projects pieces of itself, and that's what you and I are. And the only way that it can experience the lower frequencies or physical reality is by projecting a piece of itself, and that's what you and I are. So we are, just like the tentacle, is part of the octopus. It's it's not all of the octopus. It's part of it. We are part of 
our higher self. That's what we really are. We are our higher self, just less in volume, about two and a half percent from what it is that I've experienced. And then if you think of the higher self, if we go up to the higher self, and by the way, full communion with the higher, permanent, full communion with the higher self is enlightenment or self-realization. Those are the same thing. And an enlightened and authentically enlightened or self-realized being would have access to boundless amounts of information that the the uh, the finite mind could never access. And it would also be able to do these remarkable things, walk on water, put the body back together, all these kind of things, right? Now, the higher self, Robert, think of the higher self as a mini-me of God. As a mini-me of God, it is a much, much, much larger body of sentience, consciousness, and energy. And it has everything that it needs to create and continually evolve itself. And we are a piece of that. So it goes from us, <clears throat> excuse me, it goes from us to the higher self, to God. And then it's a topic for another conversation, but then what's beyond God? But we won't talk about that right now. <laughs> My special guest on Guys Guys Radio is the amazing RJ Spina, author of Supercharged Self-Healing. The new book is Change Your Mind. He's a wonderful uh, self-realization teacher. Uh, I'll, let me just tell you one technique I learned because I interview so many different guests in different areas. I'm I'm constantly, as I, hopefully our audience is, picking up pieces that I can start using. And it's hard to use everything at once. But one thing I started doing after our last conversation was I put my index finger on the crown point, and I if I want to do something like I want to release all the energy that I've collected that's not mine. I want to release all the toxins I have. I want to release all of the EMF, whatever. And I focus on that, releasing down through my body and, and out. And I find that just the process of doing that, along with the meditation and as part of the meditation on a regular basic basis, makes a difference. And the key point there is a regular basis. I think to meditate and really get into, because that's the key tool, we have to do it on a regular basis, like daily. Yeah, you, you got, I'm so glad you're doing that, by the way, kudos to you. So um, let's works. talk about, yeah, it does, it absolutely works. It, uh, the, these teachings, as bizarre as they sound, they are timeless truths. They absolutely work. So let's talk for one second about meditation, because of mm -hmm. all the thousands of people, Robert, that I've you know, work with and talk to, et cetera. There's one universal aspect in all of them. They all have trouble meditating. They all try. They've done, you know, they've done the crystals, the meditation, the headphones, the this, right? They absolutely try and they struggle with it. Okay. Yep. Let's let's change this forever, right now, for everyone who's gonna who's gonna be watching and listening to this. Okay. What you really are, the self, the I am, is meditation. Okay. You, what you are, exist before you think. You exist before there's any emotions. You exist before the body, before bodily sensations, and you're going to exist after the body. So when we start to look at this, instead of trying to meditate, we start to realize that we are meditation. And it doesn't require an effort to be what you always have been, are, and forever will be. So that's number one. We can all stop trying to meditate or becoming a meditator. You're already it. Now, the fastest one-second instantaneous meditation magic trick that we can all do that brings us into instant meditation without trying, all we have to do is this. Pretend that you just arrived here. No past, no future. Love it. Thinking mind shuts off. 
Thinking mind shuts off because the thinking mind is past, future, past, future. It's ruminating or projecting. It's ruminating or projecting. So when you pretend that you just arrived here, no past, no future. Present. Instantaneously, without any effort. Now, Robert, so we went from I can't, I can't uh, meditate to I can't think in one single second. So this is part of the new paradigm shift. The other aspect of this, Robert, is that that took one second and didn't take any effort. How difficult can it be to maintain being present if it doesn't take any effort? So in other words, right, we can maintain this meditation or pure flow 24-7. And it's not with the trying and straining and efforting. It's just the opposite because we are already it. So all we have to do is align ourselves with that. And the easiest way to do it, that instantaneous meditation, pretend you just arrived here, no past, no future. Now the beingness is online. Take your beingness and put it into your doingness. Beingness into doingness. And don't bring the thinking mind into any of it. And you will lead the most successful, joyous life just by doing that. Amazing. How about for, um, some people do guided meditations where they go through a process. And I do it myself. Some Every other day, I one day I'll go into the kind of the zone where it's just nothing. And another day I will go through things. I want to thank this person. I want to connect with angels. I want to, and do that. And is, is that, is there anything wrong with doing a guided meditation? Because you are thinking while you're meditating. It's a flow, but it's not quite, there's nothing. Yeah. That, so there's certainly, there's certainly benefit to that. Uh, I would not uh, be disingenuous if I said there's no benefit to that. Now, this is how I look at it. I have a very okay. bizarre perspective sure. about, every, about everything. Okay. So if we can't take this expanded state of consciousness into every single moment of our life, then, then I would say we're not, we're, we're not doing something correct. So this, this ability to be present, just like we did no past, no future, we're present, right? Now, the more that we stay this way, Robert, without trying, all of that starts to open up all on its own. The more that you can stay present, right? And not through effort, through surrender. The more that you do that, all these other things that we're trying to do with the guided meditation happen naturally. And the other, so that's very important to understand. And the other thing is, Robert, once you start to normalize the state of being present, you never have to meditate again because you realize that you are the meditation. And then everything starts to come within the screen of your consciousness. Even when we're doing guided meditation, it's, mm -hmm. it's all right here, right now. And the only thing that's blocking it is thoughts, mm -hmm. is the ego mind identity, the subconscious pattern, egoic mind, which is kind of long there. But the subconscious pattern, egoic mind is the only thing that blocks the full communion to yourself, your higher mind, and therefore the greater reality. So once we learn how to be present, no past, no future and normalize that state, what people will start to feel, and I teach this, I don't know how many people at this point, what they start to feel is this expansion. Yeah. An expansion of their energy and an expansion of their consciousness. And now they don't have to try to do this 
uh, there's guide. There's nothing wrong. That's why I want to come back. There's nothing wrong with guided meditations. It's just good practice. But when we work with ourselves properly and directly, like we're talking about, the efficacy mm-hmm. is is increased by an order of magnitude. And then we don't need the thinking mind ever to come into it at all. Got it. Great, great advice. Thank you. Um, I have found that, um, and I I throw this out there because I'm a regular guy, guys guy, and other people who are who are working with this stuff probably are going through some of the same things. I'm finding that the more I meditate, the more I'm starting to, and there's different gifts like clairaudience and clairsentience. I'm knowing things before they occur. And if I am in that kind of upper room space, RJ, I find that a, a difficult situation may came up, come up, but people are treating me nicer and working through these logistical things that we go through every day a lot easier than they were before when I was fighting against things. Yeah, that that's on the money. So we're when we work in the upper upper room, upper level, right? Mm-hmm. When we're in a more holistic and expanded state of consciousness. So when we're in a more holistic and expanded state of consciousness, everything is easy. Got it. Everything. Mm-hmm. So when we're working with the ego mind identity, the subconscious pattern ego mind, which is a collapsing of your consciousness. So the higher mind's not open. It's a collapsing of consciousness. And when our consciousness collapses, our body of energy also constricts. And so this, this is what makes being healthy impossible. This is what it makes. Uh, it makes having the will, the will gets weakened because the energy is so constricted. Everything changes when we stay in this holistic, more expanded state of consciousness. Every, just like you discovered, every interaction, everything we do has, has a flow to it because that higher state, Robert, it's more of what we are. And there's much more higher states that even, even than quote unquote than that. So when we're working with more of what we are, everything is easier and there's much more flow. RJ Spina, my special guest, I want to talk about the new book, Change Your Mind. We talked about, you know, RJ, his uh, technique, the Ascended Frequency Technique, the book Supercharged Self-Healing, his personal story. I want to talk about the new book. It's called Change Your Mind, Deprogram Your Subconscious, Rewire the Brain, Balance Your Energy. What inspired this? What's it all about? What are, what will people get out of it? Oh, okay. That's a great question. So <clears throat> I, I can't remember exactly, Robert. It was something along the lines of 13 years ago, 14 years ago, something like that. Uh, I, I can remember just caught in the, the rat race of, of, of life, right? Getting up, go to work, trying to do this, trying, trying to make money, blah, blah, blah. And I, I could feel that all of my ambition and desire, what was driving my actions, wasn't me. It wasn't coming from me. I, I could tell that I had been quote unquote programmed. And so I, I needed to break free of this program. I needed to become self-realized. I, I needed to get this, this, it felt like a snake slithering around in my head. Always like everything I was doing was at the behest of this thing buried within my mind. And I couldn't get to the truth of it. I felt like my life wasn't my own. It wasn't really me. So, you know, being crazy, I decided to take two weeks off of work. I didn't go on vacation. What I told my partner was that, okay, these next two weeks, <laughs> you know, we're not going to Hawaii. What we are going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a notebook and I'm going to write down everything I do. And I'm going to deconstruct why I'm doing it so I can get to my core motivation. And once I get to my core motivation, I'll, I will start to understand what is driving all of my behavior. And if it's not authentic to me, if it's not really me, I'm going to delete it. And the more that I do this, I realize that eventually 
I'm going to delete all these programs from my subconscious mind. And eventually what will be left will be me. And that's the self-realization. So I would have done anything at that point to wake myself up and become self-realized. And once you do it in any lifetime, by the way, it becomes a muscle memory. You do it over and over and over again. That's just, just important to note. Very important to reach self-realization. Even in one lifetime, it'll, it affects all the other ones. Okay, so that's what I started to do. On the very first day, I'll give the example that's in the book. So I was going to deprogram my mind. I needed to break free of all these desires and pulses that didn't feel like they belonged to me. So <clears throat> that first morning, I slept with my notebook. Yes, I did. I slept with my notebook. I got up, <laughs> I went, uh, picked up my notebook. I had to go to the bathroom. This is early in the morning, right? So I pick up, uh, get up, get my notebook, got my, get a pen, walk into the bathroom. Now, <clears throat> I walked into the bathroom and the mirror is there. And I just, I caught a glimpse of my, myself in the mirror, right? And my hair was all over the place. What else is new, right? But Robert, without thinking, I reached for a brush and started brushing my hair. There was no thought. I saw myself and just reached for a brush and started doing this. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait a second. What just happened here? So I stopped because there was no consciousness involved in that action. It was mindless. It's like, what, what, wait, what's going on? I stopped, put the brush down, opened up my notebook, and I wrote down brushing my hair. And then I asked myself, why am I brushing my hair? Now, the first answer I got is a justification, which is, so it looks good. Now, that's not why, that's a justification, right? So, right, so I wrote down, so it looks good. Then I asked myself, why do I care if my hair looks good? The next answer I got was, so other people find me attractive. I felt something starting to shift a little bit. I'm starting to get into the subconscious mind here just by asking those two, two ridiculous questions. I could feel it. So the, the answer was, so other people find me attractive. So then I, then I asked myself the, the most important question. I went one step further. Why do I care if other people find me attractive? The answer I got was, because I get a sense of my own self-worth through other people's opinion of me. I felt like my head exploded. I was like, holy cow. None of that, none of that is me. That's about everybody else. That is a hundred percent subconscious egoic mind. A hundred percent. So there was an action and behavior that I was doing at six o'clock in the morning, completely unconscious about it. And it had nothing to do with me. It had to do with societal conditioning, brainwashing programming. It had to do with everybody else. And I knew by just asking myself, I just asked three times about it. First answer is a justification. Next answer might be a justification. But if you have the tenacity and the courage and you're honest with yourself, you'll get to your core motivation. And once you do that, you can free yourself of that program. And that is the key. And so that's the first part. There's the books in three parts. That's the first part of Change Your Mind. It's literally a step-by-step -step process of how to deprogram your, your subconscious mind. You start to realize why you're doing what you're doing. None of it has anything to do with the real you. And take us on the path. And what are the other two parts of the book then? Yeah. So the, the next aspect is I developed something called... Uh, an energetic diagnostic system. It, 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 There's a 14. Sounds... I mean, you 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 track yourself for 14 days, and then you do something. You do a practice for 14 days, and then the last seven days you do some writing right. on it. Okay. Right. 
So that 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 question that notebook exercise is the fourteen day journal okay. notebook exercise. Okay. If you do that for fourteen days, if you literally write down what you're doing and then just get to the truth as to why you're doing it, you will be liberated. Liberated. You will feel like you have never felt in your entire life. Everything that has ever held you back will be gone. So that's the that's the first part because the fourteen day notebook journaling exercise. The, the next thing is what I call an energy diagnostic system, something I developed. It has to do with <clears throat> our relationships, whether it's with someone or activities that we do, a job that we have, circumstances, the things that we do on a daily basis. So a lot of us are not sure sometimes if a relationship is really good for us, or is this job really good for me, or is this me hanging out with this person, is this really good for me? Or this activity that I've been doing a lot lately, is this really good for me? Just like the just like the journaling exercise, the 14-day journaling exercise, I just came up with a system. It's quantifiable, so you can actually measure it. You ask yourself, not the same as those questions, but you ask yourself these very five easy questions, and based upon the answer, you give yourself a score. And you will actually find out if this person, if we're talking about a person, you will find out if this really if this relationship actually increases your energy and raises your frequency, or if this relationship decreases your energy and lowers your frequency. So I developed an energy and it's quantifiable. There's actual numbers. You actually get your answer. Now we can do that for for people, circumstances and events and behaviors. Now we'll know for sure if what we're doing is actually good for us. And that only takes about a week to do. And then the third part of the book is how to express, once you've deleted all the societal conditioning and all this brainwashing, and you removed all these things that have been holding you back and holding you down, the third part of the book is how to express the real you. There's certain activities and exercises that allows you to bring in this authentic, unique soul that we all are and bring that into every facet of our life. And it's very simple to do. There's a whole list of exercises that we do and how to incorporate the real you into everything that we do. So now not only have you deprogrammed yourself, you have, you've actually learned how to manage your energy bank account, is what I call it. You now know how to express and maintain the real you. It is The book is completely and utterly life-transforming if you, if you actually do those three different things. The amazing R.J. Spina on Guys Guys Radio. Unfortunately, we're running out of time, but the name of the book is Change Your Mind, Deprogram Your Subconscious Mind, Rewire the Brain, Balance Your Energy. The bestseller is Supercharged Self-Healing. Um, R.J., we've got to wrap up, but where can people find out more about you? Sure. Uh, ascendthefrequencies.com is my website. You can sign up for the newsletter. I'm always teaching different classes and courses. If you also go to the website, you can download a free guide that gives you some of those instantaneous meditation magic tricks. I'll, I'll pretend you just arrived here in no past, no future. Mm -hmm. If you have stress or anxiety and you're having trouble calming down, download the free guide. Those things work in one second in one, and it's tangible and it's immediate. Uh, the other thing is my Instagram is ascend12, no, one, two, ascend12, and YouTube is uh, Ascend the Frequencies dash RJ Spina. And I've done a couple of, uh, I don't know how many videos at this point. I used to call them Everyday Enlightenment, where I take questions from people that email it in. And I would answer the question from, a, from an enlightened perspective. 
And it gives us a whole different flavor of, of really what's going on and how to work with ourselves properly. So YouTube, Instagram, and uh, ascendafrequencies.com is the website. Fantastic. And uh, RJ also has a lot of, uh, he does uh, workshops online and they're worth checking out because uh, uh, he's very generous with his time and his teaching and you can learn a lot. I'll tell you what, RJ, I am going to do the book. I'm going to do the exercises. When you come back, we'll get you back at the end, towards the end of the year. Maybe we can do a recap of this. Would that be okay with you? That'd be fantastic, Robert. I'd love to do that. All right. Thank you so much. God bless you. Keep doing what you're doing. You have an amazing story. And you know what, RJ? You're not ridiculous. The way we're living is ridiculous. So thanks for being on Guys Guys Radio again. Thanks for having me. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Robert. It's Guys Guy Radio. Another fantastic and fascinating conversation with the one and only R.J. Spina here on Guys Guys Radio. And today we focused a lot of the conversation on uh, R.J.'s background and he, how he kind of overcame his uh, chest down paralysis, which is really a huge story. And he did it in 100 days and he was up and walking again. And that set him on the path to becoming a teacher and a teacher of self-realization and uh, self-mastery and self-generated uh, manifestations and, and a lot more. And today we also spent a lot of time on Changing Your Mind, the new book all about deprogramming your subconscious, rewiring the brain and getting kind of in balance. And it's really all about the subconscious mind and the subconscious programming and what uh, RJ calls the e egoic self because we live our lives in the ego mind instead of in flow, if you will. And what happens is we keep repeating the same behaviors and same often mistakes over and over again because we are just from either a collective cultural consciousness and belief system as well as our own personal that started when we were kids at home and continued through the educational system and it's just become we're in the 3D world. And uh, if you want to kind of kick it up a couple of notches to 5D, you're going to have to do some work. And the good news is the work you're going to be doing is on yourself. And it's all about uh, the age old story of reprogramming your subconscious. Because as we discussed, the subconscious really controls about 95% of everything that goes on in our lives. I mean, you know, we go to sleep at night, our heart keeps beating. We keep breathing. That's because the subconscious is programmed that way. And so we have a lot of work to do if we want to change the way our subconscious is wired and has our subconscious beliefs that can hold us back. So we have to go deep and we have to learn to find the characteristics of who we really are. And RJ's book gives a 21-day program to kind of identify who we are, what we are, what our beliefs are, and then begin the process of deprogramming and releasing a lot of those baked-in beliefs that we have. And I, it's a worthwhile t uh, process to go through, and I'm going to do it. I mentioned to RJ during the interview, I'm going to do the 21-J challenge, if you will, and see what type of results I got. The other thing I'm going to do is RJ talked about the importance of meditation, and I've been meditating for probably every day for past at least five years or so. And I've been doing a guided meditation and various uh, 
various versions of that. And I think I want to get into a place where I'm not doing a guided meditation because it requires too much thinking, if you will. So I'm going to follow uh, RJ's guiding principles for meditation, which is really make like you. You're not here. You didn't come from here. You don't know where you come from. You're just space. There's nothing there. And just sit in that. So every other day, I've been uh, going to that kind of blank space and see what comes in. And then on the other days, I do my guided meditation to include a lot of things I want to focus on. So we'll see how it works out. But the bottom line is we need to be flexible. We need to realize that the answers all come from us, from within. And if you want to change the world, well, you darn well better change yourself first. Guys, Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening on KCAA Radio here in Southern California at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM. The show rebroadcasts on KCAA every Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific Time. Listen live, stream, download. They've got a lot of options for you to consume Guys Guys Radio. Our worldwide podcast, YouTube and Rumble, all launch every Thursday at some point of time during the day of Thursday. And we're on UK Health Radio all weekend long, the world's largest talk health station in the world. It's a digital radio station. And Guys Guys Radio is featured there four times every week, every weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So plenty of places for you to check us out. You want to watch the interviews. You want to listen to the entire show. It's up to you. We're there for you. And if you enjoy the guests and content, I bring you each and every week to Guys Guys Radio. I'd ask you to do one thing. Subscribe, follow, rate, review, anything you can do to give some support to the work we're doing here to help make the world a better place for you, for me, and all of our listeners out there and all of our friends and family. You can also catch me on my website with lots of content there. There's over 300 blog posts about life, love, the pursuit of happiness. The name of the website, Robert Manny, M-A-N-N-I.com. You can also download three free chapters of my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, which is really the source material for everything Guy's Guy. It's about two dudes in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money in good old New York City. And it's a fast-paced, romp through the high stakes world of Madison Avenue. It's a great beach read, but it's about something. So I think you'll enjoy it again. You can download three free chapters. And if you want to pick up the book, physical or ebook, you can get it on online or wherever you buy your books. So thank you for your support there. We're here every week for you. And guys, guys, radio, we've done over 570 shows. We've got a lot more great guests coming up. And I thank you for supporting the work we're doing. I want to thank all my Well, over 750 guests we've interviewed here on the show, made connections with, had great conversations with. I want to thank my wonderful producer, Chris, who is the best of the best, and also my all-around, I'm not going to call him a handyman, but I'm going to call him a multi-talented strategy guru and more, Ryan, and they all make it happen, and they've always got my back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But most importantly, I want to thank you, our growing audience that's really making Guys, Guys Radio, a special place to be as we continue to grow and bring in great guests to help you live your best life. So I'll see you again next week. And as I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first.